In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. We're back. Show three of the series, done quarterbacks. We've done running backs. We're on wide receivers now. So we're looking at the offseason. Who do we keep on the roster? Do we grab anyone before they become a free agent? Then we've got what are we going to do in free agency? And then we've got draft. So we're doing position by position, filling up your bye week, making sure you've got something to listen to. Nice short shows. Ideally, I want to keep it around 10 minutes a day, but that's where I am. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, interesting one today, wide receivers. So the Browns have got some sort of promise in this room. I think it's performed better than they expected, but you want more. And I think this is the mistake many fans make. They go, hey, we've paid Deshaun Watson. He's an elite quarterback. We don't need to give him elite wide receivers. He'll just make everyone better. Well, if you were going to have a racehorse and go, we spent loads on a racehorse, we're just going to give him rubbish horseshoes, a rubbish jockey, a rubbish everything else. Hey, the, the racehorse is good. It'll win. You want to have everything to make it go. And a, a good wide receiver, a great wide receiver, is a quarterback's best friend. We've seen Patrick Mahomes is great. He's not quite elite this year. And I think a part of that is Tyreek Hill going. You've got Aaron Rodgers. Look at the impact Devontae Adams leaving has had on him. And hey, let's look at Tua. Tua's not a world beater, but hey, you stick Tyreek Hill and Waddle there, and he looks like one of the best in the league. So I think you need to have quality there. And I don't, I don't think with the modern NFL, it's as much about having one superstar and then the rest doesn't quite matter as much. I think the, the aim and the goal is probably to have sort of three number two wide receivers, three guys that are just good and you can look different ways because while the one superstar might help, once you get to the, the playoffs and you're talking the last sort of four, eight teams in the league, well, they've probably got a shut down corner or they can do some stuff on defense. They'll take away option one. And so have you got two other options they can go to that are really good? Um, don't have to be elite, but just really good. And almost in a way, Njoku sort of slots into that, but just looking at wide receivers, can we get to the three really good guys? So first name up is Amari Cooper. Great trade for the Browns. They gave up a fifth round pick because teams around the league weren't that keen on him um, just because came with 20 million guaranteed. And that's a lot of money to set aside for someone that he's been really good. He's not quite been that great guy in his time in Dallas. Um, maybe during that first season, he was a bit lights out, but he hadn't quite hit the highs. Is he a top five, top 10 wide receiver in the league? Probably not, but I think he's comfortable in that. He's in that top 20. So he's, he's given you value. Um, got two more years of him. So it's 20 million decision this coming off season, 20 million the year after. I think he's one you're looking at. He's got two more years with the Browns. Um, and then he'll probably go off into free agency and find a new team because I don't think he's going to get a third deal um, in the NFL with the Browns. Next up is Donovan Peoples-Jones. Expectations were low coming into the season for him. And it's 
it's frustrating at times because he makes some great catches. Um, and I think he does a good job of if the ball's at him, he will get hold of it. The issue is it's, it's the slipping over, it's the bobble in the catch um, and not quite getting it in quick enough that it stops him getting that extra like five yards or 10 yards of yak on a catch. And hey, at the end of the day, he has been phenomenal for a sixth round pick. For a sixth round pick to be playing as your wide receiver too is either an epic tank or he's earned it. And since we're not tanking, he's he's done that job and he, he's looked really good. So I expect with how desperate teams are around the league for wide receiver help, the Browns are going to pay him. I think it's probably going to be somewhere in the region of, he'll go over 10 mil. It wouldn't surprise me if it's all about 12 and a half. Um, so th- they're going to give him a payday this year. And that's going to tie him up. Probably, they'll probably put, try to put four years in it, maybe two guaranteed. So that would keep him around for the next couple of years um, for them to sort of see what he can do and continue to develop because he's played well. He'll get a bit of a pay rise into next season because of the proven performance escalator. So if you play so many snaps, um, you get a little bonus. It's only a couple of, about a mil and a half, but he, he's earned that. So the Browns won't have any issues. It's not like uh, Jordan Elliott where they're like, mm, we might not want to pay him now. Um then we've got David Bell. It's going to be interesting. For me, David Bell is one of those players, sort of the first one through to the rest of the season, I've got my eye on. Um, not really anyone in the quarterback or running back room, but David Bell's a really important player for how the offseason unfolds for the wide receiver room. Because if he plays well, and I'm not asking him to be a superstar, I'm just asking him to be a, a a good third wide receiver. So that's just catching your handful of targets a game and looking competent. Then it puts the Browns in a really strong position going into the offseason. If he struggles and just looks meh, then they probably need to touch on free agency. So Bell's that sort of, he's that bellwether sort of deciding which way everything's going to go. So Keep an eye on how he performs through to the rest of the season. Important player. Then we've got Michael Woods. Michael Woods, hey, lots of players look good in camp when they're up against air. But I I think Bell and Woods have got a real good opportunity coming over the next few weeks because Deshaun Watson will no doubt be practicing with the twos. If he's practicing with the twos, they're most likely to be his pair of wide receivers on a lot of plays. So that's going to give him an idea of, hey, these two guys are good. I can play with them or not. Um, and that might give them some extra chemistry that will lean on to when to Sean Watson's back out there playing and practicing with the ones. So keep an eye on those two. But if either of those can step up, and the Browns don't mind, if it's Woods that looks really good towards the end of the season rather than Bell, they're not going to be upset. They just want production. Next up, we've got Schwartz. If he can hang around to the end of the season, he'll be back for camp. Um, same for Felton. I don't expect either to make the roster. Maybe they can trade them off in a comp um, pick. And if he makes another team, that they'll they'll get something back. But I struggle to see a route where either of them are on the roster next year. Hey, anything can happen, but unlikely would be where I'm at. Shaquem Grant. Shaquem Grant's due just over three mil next year. I think that's going to be tough for the um, front office to stomach. Coming off an injury... Do they think he can return to the player he once was? I doubt it. It's going to take an element out of you. 
And if you've got options above them, do you really want to pay three million for a returner? Don't think so. Um, so I expect him. It could be one he's around for a little while. It could, they could just cut him really early. Um, but yeah, I, I struggle to see Jakeem Grant back. He might make camp, but then he'll just get cut as we approach uh, the end of the off season. Um, there, Isaiah Weston, another one. He he'll be a camp body. Um, I don't think he's going anywhere. So effectively, we've got four dudes. We've got Cooper, DPJ, Bell, Woods. If Bell struggled, I it's a really, 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 really bad free agency class at wide receiver. And I can't reiterate that enough. When I say really bad, I mean like the top two guys, Alan Lazard, Jacoby Myers. Well, they're both getting re-signed by the, the Packers and the um, Patriots, respectively. So we're then looking at, hey, Mac Hollins might be the best one that hits the open market. And that's not a, oh, Jack's just egging it on and hyping it up. No, I, I legit mean that. It's a, uh, a really bad class. Uh, you've got Paris Campbell um, and Juju. Actually, there, there's a couple there. But I think Juju's going to go and get good some good money. Paris Campbell's going to get really overpaid. There's been massive health concerns there. Noah Brown, DeAndre Carter, equipment image, St. Brown, Marvin Jones. There's just so many guys. If one of these players, Darius Slayton's one I've liked in the past, if they can go and get one of these guys for two, three mil, maybe it's only like half a million guaranteed. I think that'd be a really, really smart move for the front office because Cooper and DPJ to this point have both been healthy. But you've got to prepare for the worst. If Cooper misses three games, are we happy with DPJ and Bell out there taking the majority of the snaps? For me, I'm not. So I think even if you Bell plays well, I would go spend three million, cap it at sort of five if Bell's not playing great. Um, but I'm not talking about going spending silly money at this position. Just just a little bit more for a veteran, um, just to make everything tick along. So Cooper, DPJ, let, let's just throw a name in there to give you an idea. Let's say Noah Brown. Why not? Um, I know Ian's a fan. I, I would say Darius Slayton, but he might get a little bit more or he might actually get re-signed by um, New York Giants. So I wouldn't rule that one out there. Um, that's probably it for free agency. And then in the draft, for me, I'm, I'm locking in that second round pick if they don't get a ridiculously good offer to trade down, which, hey, if it's there, I'm still taking it. I think they're going to go out and draft a wide receiver. They were taking John Mechie last year, which, hey, unfortunately, he's been unwell. And fingers crossed he comes back and he can play well. Um, but they need more. And you can't find great wide receiver talent anywhere else other than the draft. And you've got to start high. There's been some good players. If we're talking about the Browns drafting in the top half of the second round, which we hope isn't the case, but you never know, that there should be options there. And that sets you up quite nicely. If you're talking about, hey, you've got Cooper, DPJ, free agent, Bell, Woods, a day two draft pick, ideally a second rounder. Well, you've got six guys that should all be able to go out there and do a, do a job. Then you're sat here going, well, we've got, Two more years of Cooper, including 2023, 2024. Probably got a couple of years of DPJ. Maybe you've brought this free agency, uh, free agent in for one or two years. 
But you're then there going, well, if Bell Woods and this guy we take in the second round, if two of them develop, then you could easily be going, hey, this second round pick replaces Cooper in two years as a starter. This Bell maybe gets better and can force DPJ out. Or even if you just keep DPJ for, say, the four years of his deal, it's not a bad spot. Um, you're then you're planning for that future because with that second round pick, you're probably not looking at, hey, we need anything out of them in 2023. If you can get something, then great. Because the more weapons we give to Sean Watson, the more points we're going to score, the more games we're going to win. But you're also looking for that future. And hey, if everyone's playing amazing, well, maybe 20 million Amari Cooper, you can trade him for a fourth round pick uh, in 2024 because everyone's doing so well and you're great. So keep adding as much talent as you can get your hands on. And I think that's a nice room to move you forward. So Cooper, DPJ, Bell, Woods, um, a day two draft pick and a free agent, either a really cheap one or a bigger one. They could maybe keep Grant as a front office. I don't get the infatuation with a uh, returner at three million a year, but they've gone out and done it, obviously. So will they change their mind? Mike Prefer, fingers crossed, won't be the special teams coordinator. So that might be a factor too. But um, no, keep an eye on it. Going to be an interesting one to uh, see how it all plays out. As always, go Browns.